הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שבירנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שאוכלי הפרח קדוש משבר ארץ המה ובבחד רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחן אבל מקור חוכמה רבנו נחן נפגי מצמחה נח 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 נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן אז ברוך השם today we finish off God willing second half of uh, lesson 51 of שיחות הרב continuing where we left off after discussing what רבנו says um, about fanaticism which is the idea that you do not need to be a uh, fanatic to be an upright person. And uh, that's where we continue. Take my advice, Rabbanu saying, you shall receive this from me, this idea. That what? Do not let the world fool you. Do not let the world mislead you. That the world should not trick you. Because you won't find a person that will have a good end from this world. And all the people that existed. Even all those people that grabbed the entire world in their hands. Even all the people that amassed all the biggest wealth, all the, all the wealth of the world, all the greatness, all the honor, whatever it might be. Their end was always very bad. And not only that, not only was their end bad, bad but also the fu- their future generations, they damaged and they lost. And even all the nations of the world need to know this idea. Because of the fact that this world, it's krum, it's nothing, it's worthless. And with regard to what we need to do in this world, with this we need a big merit from heaven God needs to grant us a great merit to, un- to know to remember what we need to do in this world but the Jewish people do not need this because they already know what to do to the Torah so Rabbi was saying all the nations of the world need to understand that this world is absolutely worthless and you won't gain anything from this world the more you think you can gain from this world the less you are actually going to have a good end because this world is just a big illusion and the second you understand that the closer you are able to attaining your purpose the better you are towards achieving true happiness a true good end true happiness which Rabbi Nathan says a good life is a life of emunah this is a real Chaim Tovim. This is a really good life. A person who lives by the, by the, uh, by the uh, principles of faith, of Emunah and the Torah. So Rabbanu is saying, the Jews need to know this. The Jews, of course, need to know this, but do not, they do not need a merit of the Shemai because they already have the Torah, Baruch Hashem. Hashem granted us the Torah, which gives us the eyes and the vision, the perspective to how to, how to, to truly gain the best thing from this world. Meaning not to fall into the desires, but through the Torah, to break our desires, to, to become attached to Hashem. And with the Goyim, they need a Zechayim in Hashem, they need a merit from the heaven. They need a Hashem to grant them a special merit in order for them to understand what they need to do. Rabbeinu continues. And we're going to discuss three different subjects in the next three paragraphs that are beyond incredible. Each thing should be taken, um, should be focused on in its own right because Rabbeinu is giving us pieces of advice here that are beyond, uh, beyond words. They're astonishing. The world claims, the world says, that a person does not need to seek after greatness. 
ואני אומר שצריך דווקא לבקש גדולות. רבנו סלדבר, I specifically say that one needs to go specifically after what? After greatness. לבקש ולחפש אחר הצדיק הגדול ביותר דווקא. To specifically search and to seek out after the greatest צדיק that, is, that exists. רבנו סלדבר, Of course, a person has to attach himself to the tzaddik. But the world says you do not need to attain great things. You do not need to uh, search after great things. Or to search for the greatest, right? Rabbanu is saying specifically, a person needs to go after the greatest thing. And not only that, when it comes to the tzaddik, you have to search for the greatest tzaddik. It's already brought about, uh, this subject is already brought about in the books, specifically. Go to Dikut HaMoran, lesson 30, section 1 over there. Where Rabbeinu says, a person needs to search out for a tzaddik, a rebbe gadol, a, the biggest rebbe that possibly can exist, that can bring up the greatest wisdom, that can take those greatest wisdom, the greatest perceptions of God, and bring it down into the lowest place for even the smallest person to understand it, to perceive God at his own level. That's why you need the bigger the tzaddik. Because the, biggest, the bigger the tzaddik, the more he's able to take those lofty concepts and bring it down to a person who's even smaller. The lower the tzaddik can descend. Rabbeinu teaches us in Nikot Moran that he, that he says the world is mistaken in thinking that the greater the tzaddik, the more he's separated from the world. In fact, actually Rabbeinu says it's the opposite. The greater the tzaddik is, the more he's able to descend down into the world and to actually make himself accessible to everyone. That everybody can perceive the tzaddik the way they, they need to perceive him. And Rabbeinu is saying a person needs to search for the biggest tzaddik. A person needs to specifically search after the tzaddik and the biggest rabbi. The greater the rabbi, the more a person should, should attach himself to, to this man. And the next subject. And Rabbeinu says those ta'avot, those desires that oppose a person, that distract a person. Truthfully, genuinely, these are not desires at all. In fact, there's no such thing as desires. Because eating and drinking, of course, are needed to sustain the body. You cannot survive unless you eat or drink. And a person is also forced to give kids. He needs to give kids according to the Torah. All these things a person is forced to do because this is what he needs to do. If that's the case, there's no such thing as a tava because those things are necessary. What's the thing that makes it a tabad? When a person doesn't engage in those things that are necessary in a way of holiness and purity. So Rabbeinu says the only way we need to engage with these things that are necessary to us is in ktushas, in, in holiness and ta'ara and purity. That's, what, that, that's the determination of whether it's a tabad or not. Are you trying to excessively engage in these things and not the right time, whatever it might be? Um, for example, eating on a fast day. That's not purity, that's the exact opposite, that's tava. Or for example, eating before tefillah. These things that a person should avoid, that's the determination whether it's tava or not. How much are you going to eat? Are you going to try to wait too long to, to, to waste so much time to eat something that you really want to eat because you have such a desire to eat it? All those things, and I'm just giving an example of food and drink because Rabbeinu brought it, but all these things exist across every single desire. Rabbeinu was saying that Eating and drinking, having children, all these things are necessary things that a person needs to do in this world. It's just don't uh, be sophisticated. You need to do it. The tava is, though, is whether you do it in purity or not. Rabbeinu continues. And he says that the intellect of a person 
is able to withstand, to fight against all the desires. Rabbeinu is saying, the opposing force of the desires is intellect. As Rabbeinu teaches us in Lesson 25, that the desires stem from a place of call, which is called the Koach HaMedabeh, the strength of the imagination. In fact, Rabbeinu said, do not call the Yitzhara the Yitzhara anymore. Do not call, call it the evil inclination. We must call it the Koach HaMedabeh, the strength of the imagination. Because all the desires stem from this place of fantasy and imagination. It's a place whenever a person's intellect has uh, separated itself from it. So the main thing is to instill ourselves with intellect so that we don't fall to these desires. Daniel chapter 2 verse 21 That God gives wisdom to the wise. What does that mean? Each and every person possesses the wisdom in the potential phase, in potentiality. Each and every person, person possesses potential wisdom. A person just needs to bring that potential wisdom and manifest it. Bring it into the, into the, the realm of uh, reality. That with that intellect alone, that each and every person possesses in the potential realm, meaning that each and every person is born with the, with the wisdom that he has. It's just he needs to channel it in. He needs to uncover and to release it. So all that wisdom which each and every person possesses, from the smallest to the biggest, they all possess, they all possess a wisdom in, in potentiality. Meaning a person from the essence of his birth, from the essence of his creation, he's given a certain amount of wisdom. Aside from all the wisdom that God adds to a person if he's wise. But Rabban was saying the potential wisdom of a person alone is able to withstand all the desires of the world. That means you do not need any special assistance, any special wisdom to actually help you defeat your desires. You already possess that wisdom. Rabban says, he goes further, even one who's already been attracted to and he's been running after the desires of this world. And he did what he did, God forbid. And he blemished his intellect and he became more confused and he diminished his mind. saying, Even in that case, if you want to go to the extreme, nonetheless, with the just little amount of sechel that this man has, he's able to withstand all the desires. Rabbanu saying just one drop. That's it. One drop of this intellect that exists within the potential realm of your mind is able to withstand all the desires of this world, this entire world with all its desires. Whatever place you are in, and underline this, this is huge. Rabbanu is saying, whichever place you are in, you can be near and you can be close to God. And look in another place. Look in lesson 7 of Likuta Mu'antinyana. Second volume of Likuta Mu'an. Lesson 7, section 7. Also look at lesson 68 of book 2 of Likuta Mu'an. Rabbanu explained over there. That we learn over there that a person, even in the depths of hell, God forbid, he's able to draw close to Hashem to serve him genuinely from that place. Rabbeinu answered and he said, and Rabbeinu gave this conversation 
in the summer of the year 1809. Um, what do you call this? was a year before Rabbeinu passed away. Rabbeinu said, O shetrichin lazer rachmanut ma'ashem idbach, O yegiyot ve'avodot. O shetrichim shenehem. שיהיו לו יגיעות גדולות בעבודת השם וגם רחמנות מאיתו יתבח קודם שדוכין שיעמדו וישקוטו שימרי המוח למטה רבנו says In order for a person to cleanse himself from all the impurities of the mind either he needs compassion from Hashem or he needs to toil and to service and to serve God with great great effort or you need both either you need to toil for Hashem and sometimes you need both you need to toil for Hashem um, or you need God's compassion. Sometimes it's just God's compassion. And Rabbeinu is saying that these things, whether it's both or whether it's just one of them, are necessary um, before a person merits to cleanse the mind of all the impurities. Until you can get to the point where you can want nothing else in the world except for what God wants from you. And that everything before you is worthless if it's not for the Ratzon of Hashem, essentially. You want nothing, and everything you see before you, all the desires of the world are it's worthless. Because your mind is so pure, you understand that you're constantly engaged in intellect. The reason why we fall so many times into sins is simply because of two words. Ruachstut, spirit of foolishness, which is brought down in the Gemara. That a man does not commit a sin unless he's filled with a spirit of foolishness. The way to prevent yourself from sinning is simply one thing. It's sechel, it's intellect. And sometimes you need the Rahmanut of Hashem, you need the compassion of God, or you need to toil very, very much, and sometimes both. But the main thing is to purify the mind of all those impurities, to cleanse the mind of all those dregs and all those things that are impure in the mind, all the blemishes that we created over there, and to restore our intellect so that we can actually serve Hashem Ibrah genuinely and not fall into the desires which we are which we are still chasing today. Amenu finishes off this most amazing piece in Tzichot Aran. And he starts with a verse in uh, Mishle. When you go forth, it will guide you. The Torah will guide you. When you lie down, it will guard you. It will safeguard you. And when you get up, it will speak to you. This is all the Torah. And Rabbeinu is going to compare all these different things. All these different categories. Rabbeinu is saying that this is a person that everything is it's all equivalent to him. There's no difference in this world between this world, the grave, and the next world for this person. Because when you go forth, it will guide you. Meaning what? The Torah, the Torah. The Torah will guide you. And so too, whenever you lie down, it will guard you. That also whenever you go lie down in the grave, that's what it's saying when, when you lie down. When you lie down in the grave, there too Hashem exists and there too the Torah is present. And the same is true when you get up. What does it mean when you get up? When you get up in the world to come. The Chule is brought down this idea. Look in Pirkei Avot, um, Perak Shishi, chapter 6, 
um, over there. Look at the uh, Gemara Sota, page 21a, also. That by the fact that this person has no other desire, no other will to accomplish any other thing except for God's will, except for the will of the Torah. For a person like this, who realizes that his entire goal is to serve Hashem, that he won't do anything against God's will. Everything is equivalent to him. Whether he's in this world, whether he's in the grave, or whether he's in the next world. Look what Rabban was saying. For this person, he's cleaving on to Hashem and to the Torah wherever he is. It makes no difference. And we just brought up at the beginning of the page that in every single place you can be near Hashem, whether it's in Sheol Tachtur, whether it's in hell, whether it's in Olamaba, whether it's in this world, whether it's in the grave. All that stuff, there's absolutely no difference. Because one who, who's dependent on this world, on the desires of this world, who still has something he feels he needs to gain from this world, one who's tied to this world, there's a massive difference between this world, which is spread out before you, and the grave, which is a very tight place, right? For a person who still has something to gain from this world, of course he sees a massive difference between the grave and this world. But one whose mind is completely purified, who's refined. And he has no impurities in the mind left. And everything is, is the same to him. Because he recognizes what's the ultimate purpose. And the ultimate purpose is to cleave yourself to Hashem. So what's the difference whether I do it from here, or from the grave, or from the next world? And that's a person who has a true head on his shoulders. That's the true Adam. May we merit to get to this level so that we really serve Hashem in the way that He wants us to serve Him. You know, Rabenu was once uh, with his daughter and he was discussing with his daughter this idea of passing away. And the daughter started crying because she couldn't think about the fact that her father, who was sick at the time, was going to leave this world. And he went to the daughter and he said, he basically told her, he said, you know, there's absolutely no difference. For the tzaddikim, when they leave this world, the only difference is that in this moment while they're alive, they're in this room. And when they're dead, they're in the next room. But it's as if you're literally in the next room. You just need to go to the next room and knock on the door. Same is true. You go to the grave and he's there. The only difference is that it's a few cubits away. Okay, at this point he's here. And the next point, whenever he passes away, he's in the grave. But what is it? The distance between the house and the grave? That's it. Rabban was saying there's absolutely no difference. For a person who has a, uh, has a true mind, meaning his head is on his shoulders, he understands his purpose and he lives by it. His mind is actually engaged with it constantly. He can't be fooled by this world anymore. For this person, there's absolutely no difference where he is. And that's the Barakha that Bilat Hashem, Hashem should grant us. Bishkut Rabban Kadosh that uh, there should be no difference for each and every one of us because we're able to serve Hashem no matter where we are.